This is Gordon Vernick with Jazz Insights. Today we're going to continue with Kansas City Jazz. There are a number of important band leaders associated with Kansas City. We've talked about Benny Moten, Walter Page's Blue Devils. A few groups that I haven't mentioned were um, George and Julia Lee's Novelty Orchestra, and they were a very popular territory band from the late 20s to the um, mid-1930s. George E. Lee's claim to fame was a recording he did of St. James Infirmary in the late 1920s, I believe. I went to St. James Infirmary And I found my baby there Stretched out on a long white table So sweet, so cold, so bad Let her go, let her go God bless her No matter where she may be She might look this whole world over Never find another sweet man like me We've been listening to George E. Lee's recording of 1929 of St. James Infirmary. Now we're going to listen to the same group featuring his sister, Julia, singing a rather risque song for the period called Come Over to My House. Now you have to remember that Kansas City during this period was under the Prendergast political machine. It was very corrupt. Um, So there were bordellos, gambling joints, late-night, after-hours places that completely flaunted all the laws. So we're going to listen to Julia sing, Come on over to my house. Come on over to my house, baby. Ain't nobody home but me. I've got a lot of kisses I can't spare. Come on and get them, cause I don't care. I never knew a man could be so sweet. I dream about you when I go to sleep. Now won't you come over to my house, baby? Nobody home but me. Another important band leader out of the 1920s um, in Kansas City was a tuba player by the name of Andy Kirk. Andy was originally from, I believe, um, Denver and was a conservatory-trained musician and a band leader. And he had a fairly popular band in the mid to late 1920s. In 1920, late 1928, early 29, he hired a young pianist from Pittsburgh by the name of Mary Lou Williams. I believe Mary's husband was in the band, was a saxophone player, and uh, there was a recording date, and Mary Lou knew all of Andy Kirk's arrangements, and the pianist didn't show up. Mary's um, husband said, my wife knows all the charts. She can sit and play and did the recording session, and she did and played it perfectly, and uh, she was hired from 1929. Now, Mary Lou was a wonderful pianist in the style of Earl Hines. She could play stride. She could play boogie-woogie. She had a great memory, very inventive improvisations. She was also a, a bit of an amateur composer. Back in those days, they needed a lot of arrangements, especially if they were doing recording dates. Andy asked uh, Mary Lou, can you write? Can you compose music? And she said, yeah. She didn't know anything about composing. So a lot of the music she wrote was out of the, off the range of the instruments. But little by little, she taught herself by asking questions and reading books. And one of her first arrangements recorded by the 
Andy Kirk and the Clouds of Joy was the name of the orchestra. It was a piece that she wrote called Mess a Stomp. Let's listen to Andy Kirk and the Clouds of Joy featuring the great pianist and composer Mary Lou Williams. Orchestra, the Clouds of Joy, played all the popular ballrooms, dance halls, nightclubs, did a lot of traveling, and of course with um, Andy writing some of the arrangements and Mary Lou um, writing most of the arrangements, the band was very popular. In fact, it was one of the first bands out of Kansas City to have a national reputation. Of course, uh, Andy Kirk left in 1936, took the band to New York, and, and enjoyed great, great popularity through the Second World War. Some of the really great recordings they made in the mid-1930s that were written by Mary Lou include um, a wonderful piece called Lot of Sax Appeal, Walking and Swinging, and I think a piece we're going to listen to right now called Until the Real Thing Comes Along, which features a wonderful singer by the name of Faye Terrell, and this was a big hit for them. So we're going to listen to Faye Terrell sing Until the Real Thing Comes Along, and then this very clever arrangement of Walking and Swinging by Mary Lou Williams, which precedes Bebop, but it has certain elements of it. It's very interesting. Let's listen to these two recordings. I would work for you I'd slave for you I'd be a beggar or a knave for you If that ain't love, it'll have to do Until the real thing comes along I'd gladly move the earth for you To prove my love, dear, and it's worth for you If that ain't love, it'll have to do Until the real thing comes along With all the words, dear, at my command I just can't make you understand I'll always love you, darling, come what may. My heart is yours, what more can I say? Thank you. 
Mary Lou Williams was probably the first really important and innovative uh, female jazz artist. Not only was she a, a wonderful pianist, she was a very inventive composer and arranger. She wrote arrangements not only for Andy Kirk, but she wrote arrangements for Benny Carter. She wrote arrangements for Dizzy Gillespie. She wrote arrangements for Benny Goodman and Duke Ellington. She was a very well-respected uh, musician and composer and stayed with Andy Kirk through the early 1940s. We're going to listen to a short recording that she made in 1939 that features her just playing the piano. It's a boogie-woogie piece. It's called Little Joe from Chicago, and this piece was dedicated to Joe Glazer and to Joe Lewis, the great boxer. This is Mary Lou Williams' Little Joe from Chicago, Johnson was one of the great boogie-woogie pianists. He was from Kansas City, and he was a very popular entertainer in the city and played at many of the different nightclubs and venues. At one point, um, I believe about 1933 or 34, he teamed up with a singer-slash-bartender by the name of Joseph Turner, who eventually became known as Big Joe Turner, and they performed together a lot. They were a great pair together, and they had a band, and they performed all over the Midwest, and eventually uh, made it to New York. In fact, they performed on the John Hammond Carnegie Hall concert with uh, the feature of the Basie Orchestra. At that point, um, they left Kansas City and moved to New York. So I'd like to play um, two recordings from Pete Johnson and Big Joe Turner. Now, Pete was a great boogie-woogie pianist, and Joe was a marvelous blue shouter. We're going to start with Roland Pete, which was probably their biggest hit from 1938. So check out his great boogie-woogie pianist and then Big Joe Turner. I've got a gal lives up on that hill I've got a gal lives up on that hill Well, they both try to quit me, Lord, but I love her still She got eyes like diamond teeth, shine like lion dango Got eyes like diamond teeth, shine like lion dango Every time she loves me, she sends my mellow soul You're so beautiful, but you got to die someday Well, you're so 
We're going to close today's show with another one of the recordings of Big Joe Turner and Pete Johnson. This is from a 1939 recording. It's called Baby, Look at You. This has been Jazz Insights with Dr. Gordon Vernick. Visit me on the web at gordonvernick.com. Jazz Insights is produced by WMLB AM 1690, the voice of the arts in Atlanta, Georgia.